The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to shorts and tees and bikinis. And for anything I'm trying to update in my wardrobe, I'm not trying to spend a small fortune. Let me tell you about Quince, because I just found a bikini, top and bottom, $50. High quality, $25 for the top, $25 for the bottom. There is a certain Australian shearling slipper that I've been looking for, and I found it for $50 on Quince. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lexi for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lexi to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lexi. Let's talk wellness, ladies. I know some of you love yourself a new wellness brand something to hop on and let me tell you about fleur marche they deliver simple quality and affordable wellness solutions founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers hustlers and activists on the front lines of change their mission is to help you feel 100 every single day with fun and easy to understand plant-powered wellness products their plant-based wellness patches deliver ingredients topically These ingredients are then absorbed into the skin and into the bloodstream. You just stick it right on your skin. They're vegan, cruelty-free, latex-free, tested for pesticides, herbicides, and other contaminants before and after production. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get a special discount just for the Alexi listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with promo code LEXI at checkout. Orders over $50 get free shipping. Go to F-L-E-U-R-E. M-A-R-C-H-E dot com and use code Lexi for 20% off your first order. What's up, guys? I'm Lexi Lombard, the host of the Alexi podcast. Happy Monday if you're listening on the day it comes out. I had a really fun week. Whatever energy that I'm using, that I'm channeling in 2023 whatever energy that 2023 has running through me feels good so far there's been a lot of peace and a lot of fun and i love that it's been a good several weeks and the thing that i like about being a freelancer in los angeles is that there are so many other people that don't work typical nine to five jobs and the windows of time for social life is much larger than other places I've been before. I mean, in New York, I was one of the few that didn't work a nine to five. So there weren't opportunities on random Tuesdays to go somewhere. So for example, one of my friends who's a musician and a model wasn't booked on Thursday and I needed to go shoot content for a brand. I was like, let's go to Big Bear. So last Thursday, we drove to Big Bear and we spent the night there. And my God, talk about one of my favorite hobbies. I love taking a road trip. I love a day trip. I love a weekend trip. This was one night and we had left in the afternoon. We probably left around noon. And Big Bear is only an hour and a half, two hours outside of Los Angeles. It was a very easy drive. Essentially, you take the highway until you start climbing up the mountain. And that's also so gorgeous. (laughs) And I have so many photos. 
so many photos that I'm gonna post on Instagram because they're so fun. I was just living my life. I was just living my life. Yes, we were going with the purpose of taking photos, but I enjoyed myself the entire time. The joy from this trip was so high. I uh, just was living exactly how I wanted to. I honestly feel like I've been living exactly how I want to for weeks now. It just feels correct. It just feels right. So we're driving up. We're jamming out to the best music, singing at the top of our lungs in this really scenic route. I book us this sleazy cabin motel. It was a lodge where you could rent out these little cabins and they all had female names. So there's the Natasha cabin when we stayed at the Katie cabin. And there's a little porch. It's big enough for a bistro table and two chairs. You walk in and it's just the room. There's a little kitchenette on the left and a bathroom. That's it. But it has the look of a little house. And in our room, there was a jacuzzi hot tub just directly upon walking. And you walk in, big red tub. Behind that is the bed. They were next to each other. You could roll over from the bed into the tub. It was perfect. It was the funniest thing ever. We get in, make a mental note that that tub will absolutely be used later. No, how, no matter how dirty, no matter what things have probably gone on in that tub, because the room was screaming porno, 100%. We're like, I don't care. We're absolutely going to visit that later this evening. So we drop off our bags and we walk around. There's snow, nothing like passing through palm trees and within an hour being in snow. So I go from wearing sandals in the morning to Ugg boots in the afternoon. I love California. That's amazing. It was that fast. We see the lake, we sit on a dock, went into a couple shops, stopped at the gas station, got ourselves a lottery ticket. Mega Millions, baby. Is that just an American thing? Do any other countries have lotteries? Or you can win like $250 million. That's a part of our culture that I don't acknowledge too often. I think that's the second lottery ticket I've purchased in my life. My dad's a big lottery guy. He's always telling me, like, get a ticket. Lots of winners in California. My family's all like, Lexi's too much of a Democrat to participate in the lottery. And I'm like, is that what it is? I don't know if that's how it works, but we both got one. And then walked to a couple other shops. A lot was closed. God, Mountain Towns, the clock strikes four, and they're all like, thank you so much. It's been a good day. See you tomorrow. And they open late, too. So many things were open from, like, 11 to 4. What is up? California does that, too. So many places in Los Angeles just close early. Just are off random days. There's a restaurant I love. It's closed on Fridays. Fridays? Come on. I understand not being open on a Monday, but a Friday? I digress. We go back to the hotel, decide to get ourselves nice and ready for a night out on the town. And a night out on the town entails enchiladas at the Mexican restaurant with a margarita the size of your face. And at dinner, we sat next to some townies. They told us this place does to-go drinks. So if you're going out after, why don't y'all get one to go? Brilliant idea. Leave the restaurant, hop on the trolley, take it to the bowling barn. Yeah, the bowling alley was in a big red barn. And we proceed to, I don't want to say obliterated, but get a little funky <laughs> playing arcade games until our lane is ready. By the time our lane was ready, the speakers were playing Bohemian Rhapsody. I took my first bowl 
and just proceeded after it left my hand to fall to the ground and roll on the floor. I somehow managed to win. That was great. We played a few games. And then when it was time to go, we headed to the liquor store and proceeded to buy nonsense. Nonsense. A normal person would have bought like a bag of chips, maybe a couple beers, call it a day. No, I got a lighter. Not weird. Not weird. You know, people smoke. It's not that crazy. But no, I didn't just get a big lighter. I got a plastic purple bear that's maybe an inch smaller than my hand and the width of three fingers that you press down on the ear and it lights the flame. Kimi got the ugliest mug I've ever seen in my life. She insisted on buying me this mug. I was like, I don't like it. I don't want it. And she's like, I know it's ugly, but you have to have it. So we get the mug. We get 99 cent shooters, banana flavored, whip flavored, espresso flavored, horrible. They taste like flavored gasoline, but they do the trick. If you're trying to get drunk for cheap, they'll do the trick. Learned about them earlier this year. And it's a scary, a scary piece of knowledge. Then we make it back to Sweet Katie, our cabin, and turn on that tub, baby. Get in our bikinis, play the music as loud as we can. That cabin was so steamy. We are just jamming out. Oh my god, it was so good. I definitely was feeling myself because my camera roll has like 14 videos of me just grabbing my boobs and dancing. <laughs> I wish I was a little bit more shameless and could post it on my story, but I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I was feeling myself, and we were dancing and enjoying, enjoying ourselves. It was really nice. And then the next morning we wake up and we look at each other very much know what happened last night because for all intents and purposes, we had a party. There was a party at the Katie Cabin last night, party of two, but we had the time of our life. Really great. <laughs> so good. Then we pack up our stuff and go into town, get some souvenirs, got myself a little big bear magnet. That's my souvenir of choice. I get magnets because they don't take up any space. You know, your fridge is going to be there no matter what. It's not taking up square footage. And they're cute, fun, and they get to hold photos. So got myself a magnet. Also got myself a pair of sunglasses because I lost the ones I came in. This is the second pair of sunglasses I've fucked up in two months. Got the other ones in October, but I didn't mess them up until January. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The logic, I'm just making sure it, it adds up. But I used to lose sunglasses a ton. I don't anymore because I've grown up and I'm a responsible adult a little bit now. I can be responsible. I just choose not to be. But... <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's start this over. I was so kindly invited to a gifting in October and there were brands there that you go from booth to booth and they let you pick out some things and you have a bag with you. It's a very fun way of shopping because it's all free and you get to pick exactly what you want. And I left with this pair of sunglasses that I loved and I was wearing them every single day. And I don't know if I like sat on them or put them in my bag in a strange way, but one of the screws got loose. And so I took it to an eyeglass repair place and they're like, you have to contact the company because we don't have this screw. So I 
contact the brand and I ask if there's any way I can buy a screw. If not, if I can just get another pair of glasses, they don't make those glasses anymore. You live, you learn. Oh well, so sad. Poor me. Then, this same company had another gifting in honor of Valentine's Day last week. Same brands, just new inventory. So what do I do? I go to the brand that I got my sunglasses at and I find a new fun pair of sunglasses. And I love them. They're slightly different, but I'm vibing with them. They're fantastic. I'm wearing them every single day. Drive up to Big Bear wearing them. When we go on our little walk, all of a sudden they get back to the cabin, don't have them anymore. What happened? They were either on my face or they were hanging from my top. If they fell, I would have heard it. So we even tried the next morning to retrace our steps, look around for these sunglasses. No luck. No luck. Went back to the gas station where we bought the lottery tickets. I was like, hey, I think I left my sunglasses here. He's like, no, I don't have any sunglasses. So confused. And I'm like, why, why this brand? Why can't I manage to keep a hold of glasses from this brand? It's just very strange. So when we went to the souvenir shop, I found a pair of glasses that looked very similar. Left with those, then went to the Teddy Bear Cafe and had a combination between biscuits and gravy and eggs benedict, where instead of hollandaise sauce, it was sausage gravy. And instead of turkey bacon or whatever they use, it was pastrami. (laughs) Oh my God, that was a delicious meal. And then we went to the Alpine Slide, which is essentially like a water slide without the water. It's that kind of shape. And you're in a little go-kart and you can control how fast you go. Such a fun time. And then we went back to the lake, explored a little bit more. Then we drove to Lake Arrowhead, which the town at Lake Arrowhead looks like a set. It feels like a movie set. If Stars Hollow existed on the West Coast in a lake town, that's what it would look like. And we made it home. And I went through the photos and I love them all. There's so many good photos to the point where it's overwhelming and I haven't posted more than one yet. I haven't posted any from Big Bear. I just posted one at a place that we stopped on the way there. I'm running through this gorgeous green, I don't know, hill, mountains. It was was so gorgeous. In my little silk scarf around my head and it's just giving sound of music so effortlessly. It felt as if I was living a dream, and I have a lot of pride for this. The goal of this trip was to get these photos for a brand, and so I knew that we were going to be taking photos on this trip, but so much of it was capturing moments that would have existed without the camera. We weren't using the camera to create the moments. The moments were happening, and the camera was there, which is my favorite way to take photos. If I look through my Instagram, yeah, the photos I like posting are moments that were happening anyway, Whenever I see that I've created a moment, it doesn't hit the same. I mean, it's going to be hard as a viewer to know which moment was happening and which one was being created f- for the f- the photo. But at the same time, don't you feel like there's a gut feeling when you're looking at someone's Instagram photo? If you can tell that they created that moment for the photo versus that moment was already happening. I might be over explaining this. I think everyone understands what I'm saying. Uh but I'm just, I love that my life lately has truly just felt like a postcard at any moment where a photo can be captured, and it's adorable, and it's so pure, and it's so precious, so I'll definitely be posting more photos on Instagram, and my Instagram handle is the same as the name of this podcast, L-E-X-I-E is my username, 
So that was a really fun trip. But I mean, that was just Thursday and Friday, which the fact that it takes the same amount of time to watch two episodes of TV as it does to get to another town that has a different environment and or potentially climate is such a healthy reminder to go live your life. There's so much to see out there because even in the most random towns, especially in the most random towns, if you start driving an hour, hour and a half away, you're probably going to hit some gorgeous nature that is so much fun to see. And I recommend everyone do it. It's well worth it. I mean, our hotel was so cheap. It was a little gross. It honestly wasn't that gross. It just could have been gross. And I was prepared for it to be gross. But I was like, it's one night. Who cares? And it was funny looking. Like a big red sleazy tub. So good. But I screwed myself over the other day because while we were in the tub, we were smoking a spliff and I dropped it. Actually, Kimmy dropped it. <laughs> Whatever. It dropped in the water and very quickly picked it up, put it on the side of the tub just to let it dry, just so it wasn't soaking in the water. But while we were cleaning up, somehow it made it to my car. It should have been thrown out. I don't know why it wasn't thrown away. It was lost in translation. And then fast forward, the next day I'm driving back from Pilates. The sun is setting. It looks gorgeous. Like what would make this better? Oh my God, let me take a hit of a joint. So I grab it. And I have this really strange taste in my mouth. <laughs> and I look at the joint and I'm like, oh my God, this is the spliff that dropped in the hot tub. I can tell because the filter looks like paper that has been dried after being in water. And the taste in my mouth is dirty motel hot tub. I've just been breathing in dirty motel hot tub. Ugh. Oh, I can still taste it in my mouth. So gross. So gross. Ooh. So that happened. Uh, but the whole week was nice. Because even starting at last Monday, I had some girlies over because it was a full moon. Which, by the way, I'm so done on a personal level of giving disclaimers when I'm doing anything spiritual. Because I've become so indulgent in my spiritual beliefs and my spiritual practices in a subtle way but I'm so sick of being like yeah it's a little woo woo but I like to have the girlies over during the full moon or the new moon to do some reflections to to chat about what we're up to so what once a month I like to just reflect that's not that crazy but it does feel a little nuts to be like oh yeah you know is brought over the tarot cards and Caroline brought over this bundle of sage that she had wrapped in Italy, which is gorgeous, by the way. She had gone to Italy, and there were all of these different herbs that she had bundled together and tied, and we used it to cleanse the cards and the environment. Even if it does nothing, it's a really beautiful experience, but had my cards read and the message that had come through from me... And the message that came through for me that at least lingered was that my current resistance from being absolutely free is clinging to the past. A lot of us can probably relate to this, and it's something that we can absolutely get through. But there's this level of fear when I'm looking around and thinking, God, my life is so good right now. I feel so happy and at peace and aligned that I can't help but look around to just make sure there's not a dark cloud coming my way because 
there's been a lot of storms in the recent years, and I'm an optimist, but I can't help but acknowledging those past patterns of brief moments of happiness, big storm, brief moment of happiness, big storm. But life doesn't work like that. It's not always a consistent pattern. We ourselves have patterns that we fall into, but we can break those. Life is going to work at its own pace. And you might have years. You're going to have the dark years, potentially. They could be in your childhood. That could be in your teen years. Those could be in your 40s. But life is not going to all be dark. It's not all dark. If you're clinging to the past or living out of fear, it might be. But that's not what life is. There are going to be years of sun. There could be decades of sun with small rainy days in the mix, a couple storms, but it was a sunny year. And I need to remember that I've had good times in my life for a long time. There have been long spans of time that the sky hasn't been falling. But because the sky has been falling lately on a somewhat consistent basis, it's understandable that I'd be clinging on to the fact that that's what it's going to be like. This is something I can absolutely work through. I can let go of the past. Easier said than done, but absolutely doable. So that was Monday. And then Tuesday, I went to this co-working space that my friend's a member of, and it's gorgeous. It's the most luxurious co-working space I've ever been to. It's like Soho House meets wellness so you walk in and there's a spa and there's a gym but the gym looks like pieces of art like the the machines have stained glass on them and the seats that you use are pebbled camel leather and there's a restaurant and there's a co-working space with a gorgeous library and there's a pool I was honored simply to be there do you know what it's like editing the podcast I've never edited the podcast in a more beautiful place (laughs) It was so nice. And then once I was done, I put on my bathing suit and I went to the pool. Guys, it was February and I was having the sun beat down on my body. It was so nice. It was so good. Like, constantly just being like, what the fuck is California? Why did I not like it before? I say this all the time. Every time I wonder why I didn't like California, it's because I didn't like myself, but I'm doing California right this time. First time I lived here, I didn't leave. Now, I've been here for seven months, and I've already been to Malibu, San Diego, Laguna Beach, Ojai, Mammoth, Big Bear, Paris, Joshua Tree. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. That's doing it right. There's so much to see out here, and I'm absolutely going to see it. I had this on my dream board. It's so sweet. So Tyra and Claudia are in New York right now for Fashion Week, and the three of us had a little evening a few weeks ago where we made dream boards for the new year, and a lot of theirs was very fashion. I want to go to the different shows. I want to be in the city wearing fun outfits, blah, blah, blah same same would love to do that that's not on my dream board but noted clocking that idea I also want to be in cute outfits but I want to be prancing around a field I want to be in the snow in front of a mountain I want to be riding a horse and it was so sweet when I was in Big Bear and they were in New York (laughs) we're like damn We're literally living our dream boards right now. This is perfect. And it was happening so effortlessly. 
as I was saying, it wasn't like I put on this outfit and drove to this field for the sake of getting this shot. And it's not like they were going to New York in these cute outfits to just like look like city girls. They were just having that experience. I was just having that experience, which sure, you can say it's a coincidence, but also it's the power of visualization. So it's really sweet. I'm glad that they're there doing that right now and I'm doing my thing. It's sweet. It's special. I love it. (sighs) And I want to continue it. And so I was kind of doing the same thing last night. I was just scrolling through Pinterest, looking at different photos that inspired me and such. I feel like I was really into Pinterest during the pandemic, probably just because daydreaming escapism, naturally. But after making the dream boards with Tyra and Claude and having us realize that we're living the dreams that we have, I decided to go back on Pinterest last night and I was looking through and saving, you know, photos that inspired me of things that I want to do with my time or hairstyles that I want to have or makeup looks I want to try, concepts I like for homes, whatever. If you've used Pinterest, when you select a photo and you scroll down, they're going to give you related photos to what you selected. I know I'm doing it right because I started selecting photos I was interested in. Next thing you know, I'm getting recommended photos that other people have reposted of my own photos. I was like, "Mm mm-hmm, yep, I'm in the right spot. Those are my legs. That's my living room. I even saw one in my fridge. I was like, oh, I'm going to repost this. That's so cute. But it's fun. It's fun. It's fun because I just have a lot of gratitude knowing that that's just my life. I look around constantly and my life's as pretty as it feels. And I have a lot of gratitude for that. My life feels very romantic and poetic. And I don't know when that happened. And maybe I just haven't taken notice. I know that I'm able to take a good photo. I know I have a cute living room. I know I have a cute fridge. But at any moment when I look around, even if something is a little out of place, when I look at my dresser and I just have a falling stack of books with my rings and earrings in a clump, it still looks beautiful because that's just my life. When I see my car with a pack of cigarettes and a stupid teddy bear lighter and a mega million crumpled lottery ticket, I still think, that's kind of beautiful. I don't recommend smoking cigarettes. It just feels nice. It feels good. It feels lovely. Even when we were driving back from Big Bear and our bikinis were still wet from the tub, so Camille hung them on the back of the headrest in the back seat, and I'm just looking at our cute little bikinis hanging in the back of the car, it just feels so right. It all just feels so right. This week, I also went to one of my favorite restaurants went to a surprise birthday party, went out dancing, and then yesterday was the Super Bowl. I loved, I had a great time. I think a lot of people have mixed feelings about Rihanna's performance. I thought she killed it. I thought she killed it. The choices were immaculate in my humble opinion. We went to John and Vinny's after before the game even ended, so I had to ask Siri who won. While we were waiting for the check at John and Vinny's, which, not an overhyped restaurant, get the sage butter corn pasta. I'm not making it sound appetizing and I don't know the name of it. Get it? It's so delicious. Also, randomly, the tuna salad is so fresh and yummy. The meatballs, so good. I'm just giving you more um, like lesser known menu items. Anyway, that might be a niche recommendation, but while we were waiting for the check, I was like, oh, time to ask for questions on the pod. So without further ado, let's get into them. But first, a word from today's sponsors. 
Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. I was so lucky as a kid. I never had seasonal allergies. It was not something I dealt with. And then something switched in my mid-20s and I started developing seasonal allergies and my allergies throw off my whole morning. So let me tell you about Astapro. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. I think it's important to mention that Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays can take hours. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy noses, and sneezing. I only recently learned about Astapro. I wish I knew about it sooner. If you're interested, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O-allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. You know the week before your period? I would argue that it's worse than your actual period. I feel like I want to crawl out of my skin. I have crazy cravings, I feel down, I feel like my head's going to explode, and I think I hate myself and everything around me and I'm on the verge of a menti bee and I do not know why. Then I start bleeding and I'm like, ah, got it, for sure. Now it's easier than ever to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth is the company that created Hormone Harmony as well as estro control and is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means only using science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code LEXI, L-E-X-I-E, at checkout. That's happymammoth, H-A-P-P-Y, M-A-M-M-O-T-H.com. And use the code LEXI for 15% off today. Are you looking for a new and healthier way to unwind? Let me tell you about Recess Mood. It's infused with functional ingredients. It's not just a sparkling water. It has mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens so you can relax without the alcohol or the hangover. It comes in four delicious flavors, strawberry rose, tropical bliss, blood orange, and raspberry lemon. I think raspberry lemon's my favorite. I do like strawberry rose a lot as well. I love a fun beverage. It's nice to crack one open, pour it over ice, unwind at home, chill on the couch, treat yourself to a night in. It's a great replacement for alcohol. It's also a way to stay balanced while on the go when you're running errands. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. So head to takearecess.com slash Lexi and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Okay, I'm gonna get a little sad girl for a second. But Mother's Day is around the corner, and if your mother is still in your life, a really unique gift that you could get is My Life in a Book. How it works is that every week, mylifeinabook.com will send your mom questions via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or custom questions that you wish to ask, and then she can either type her response or record her voice. And My Life in a Book compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. And then they can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. So it's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Woo! If you're interested, check out mylifeinabook.com and use code Lexi at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's M Y L I F E I N A B O O K.com and use code Lexi for 10% off today.
Oh, this is an interesting question. If you had all the time, patience, and ingredients, what would you cook? You know, I've always wanted to cook a marry me chicken. Never done it. Never made a ham, a beef tenderloin. Never made a pork chop. There's a lot of meat dishes that I've never made. I'm comfortable cooking fish and ground chicken. Like, I don't mess around with meat too often when it comes to my own kitchen. Other people's kitchen, absolutely. But if I had all the time and patience... I would probably make a fancy meat dish and some beautiful sides to go with it. There are two chefs that I follow on Instagram and I think their food is gorgeous and you can tell that they put a lot of time and patience. One is Paris Starn and the other one is Cabin Corn. If I had all the time, patience, and ingredients, I would make something that cabin corn makes or paris starn but that's a really great question and something that would be great to ask new friends or if you're going on a date next question can you believe people are trying to play football at the rihanna concert insane totally agree i went over to a friend's house and there was a ton of us there there's probably like 20 25 of us and we were having snacks we had made ourselves a plate and We went outside to go sit and chat while, you know, the boys are inside watching football, whatever, doing the thing. It was so classic. It's so funny how, not even on purpose, the gender stereotypes can sometimes be so perpetuated. All the guys were in chairs on the couch watching football while all the girls were in the kitchen. It just happened so naturally. I don't know. But anyway, we were outside chatting and we were interrupted because they're like halftime show. So we run, get our seats. I think we were there for like 25 minutes before it started. (laughs) I'm just like rubbing my thighs like, when is it going to start? It was so good. It was a little too short, no? Also, she's pregnant. Oh my God, she's gorgeous. And her, her voice. And to the people that are like, she wasn't dancing that much. She wasn't singing enough. Fuck off. (laughs) Truly, I loved it. How to get over your partner having a wandering gaze without opening the relationship. Not to be so black and white, but I see two options. If your partner has a wandering gaze, that's either going to be a deal breaker and will ultimately be something that you can't and won't put up with, or it is something that you need to learn to accept. Because you can't change someone. And the closer you try to hold them, the shorter you make the leash. It's going to cause such a resistance. Maybe someone else feels differently, but those are kind of the only two options I see. What do I do when I feel like I'm outgrowing a friendship? Create healthy distance. It's hard because it's similar to a relationship. Sometimes when a friend feels you distancing yourself, they want to cling harder. And then it makes you want to run. At least that's me. Outgrowing a friendship is kind of a vague term because you can be in a different spot in your life but still appreciate and love and cherish the relationship though you're not going through the same thing. But if you think the season for your friendship has ended and there's no bad blood and nothing you think that they can do to fix it and there's no conversation really needed to have, healthy distance and time will make the change. I mean, I've had a friendship that I've been trying to distance from for years, and now it's finally happening. 
um, this person is fabulous and great, but I just know that they're not what I need in my life. But it has taken a lot of time to get to the distance that I want to be at. That being said, I also have friendships that have distanced themselves or even taken like a proper break, like where we've unfollowed each other on social media to the point of it's like, all right, like that friend's not really in my life anymore. And now we hang out all the time. Years later, we're closer than ever. What's something I'm looking forward to this week? Actually, when I got home today, I'm having a sculpture delivered. I purchased a sculpture in August. That's six months ago. And this artist and I have had such conflicting schedules that I have still not had it delivered or installed. It's hot pink. I will absolutely be posting it. I'm so excited. My first piece of big girl art. It was a real investment. I'm feeling very good about the purchase. And this afternoon, the artist is coming over to deliver the piece. And I cannot wait. What do I do when I'm feeling insecure in a friendship? Ooh, this is something that happens in teenhood and early 20s that you do age out of this oftentimes, more often than not, I should say. So I was thinking about this. I love being in my later 20s. The people I'm meeting at 26 are so much better than the versions of people that I was meeting in my early 20s. Not to say that I'm meeting better people, but the people, the age of the people that I'm meeting, people are more sure of themselves. People have a sense of ease to themselves. We're still all a mess, but even the friends that I met at 21, 22, everyone's gotten better. Everyone's aging like fine wine. In one sense, I want to say that when you're feeling insecure in a friendship, it's just because everyone's insecure, you know? Especially when you're young, things are insecure. But if you're hanging out with someone that makes you feel insecure, there are better friends to be found. Someone that is going to point out your flaws, try to embarrass you in front of people, which clearly they're projecting, but that's not serving you. You want friendships that you feel supported in, friendships that you feel secure in. So when you're feeling insecure, it's time to create healthy distance and start looking at other people in your life, whether it's other friends or family members or new people that can be your support system. Any new hobby you want to try in 2023? I love a road trip, my favorite hobby at the moment, so I want to continue that throughout the year. More road trips. More road trips. What book are you reading right now? I'm reading Norwegian Wood by Haruki Murakami. So far, so good. I'm starting to get into it more. The first two or three chapters, I was like, eh, I don't know, but now I'm starting to sink my teeth in. Favorite dessert? Low end? ice cream cone high-end tiramisu do you push through a book that you don't love or just end it i push through i think perseverance is a great quality i think it's important to sometimes see something through to the other side but not always like this is something that i think is truly a case-by-case basis if you find yourself always quitting things then yeah challenge yourself to finish the book but If you're typically finishing things and you know, like there is one book that I read last year, 
I knew from the start that I didn't like it. The book got considerably worse as I kept reading. The beginning was juicy and interesting and it just fell off. And once I finished, I regretted not quitting sooner. But then I also read Malcolm Gladwell's book Blink and that was so dry and I didn't care about it. But I wanted to challenge myself to finish it and I'm glad I finished that one, honestly. So do I push through oftentimes? Yeah. But do I recommend it? Not necessarily. What's my favorite piece of jewelry? Okay, I'm just going to tell you what jewelry I've been wearing every single day for the last like couple weeks. Starting with the favorite piece, bamboo gold hoops. Love them. And then for necklaces, I've been wearing this dainty little necklace that says my mom's name on it. And then sometimes I'll layer another necklace over it. But that's the one I just keep on and I shower with it and such. And then for my wrist, I have my gold Casio watch. And I have this bracelet from Awe. Awe inspired, like A-W-E. It has a little emerald stone. And then there's a coin almost that has Morrigan on it. Like M-O-R-R-I-G-A-N. And that's the goddess of war and witchcraft and death and protection. And she's a Celtic goddess. So I have that. And then on my hands, I wear a ring on my left middle finger, two rings on my thumb, a ring on my right middle finger, and a ring on my pinky. And that's my jewelry routine right now, and I love it. And my relationship with jewelry is truly a pendulum that swings back and forth. I either feel incredibly claustrophobic with jewelry on, and I need nothing. You know, no earrings in my ears, not a single ring. I'm, I can't stand it. Or I want to be wearing it all day, all night, never wanting to take it off. And I'm currently at that phase of my life. I will say, though, by the end of the day, taking your rings off feels like taking a bra off. You're just like, do you prefer being single or in a relationship? Okay, so I've been dating a little bit more recently and I'm having fun with it, but it's also making me really appreciate being single. I know that I'm going to be in a committed relationship soon enough. But currently, I'm loving the amount of freedom that I have. Favorite thing to do when I'm alone? Love a nice long shower. Reading, obviously. A nap. (laughs) I was having a lot of fun on Pinterest last night. It's a good solo activity. The next thing I want to try when I'm alone is practicing more hairstyles. There's a lot of braided hairstyles that I want to try and some clip things. So next time I have a little free time on my hands, that's what I'm going to do. I realize that I don't love watching TV by myself. It's really depressing when it comes to movies, TV, such like things like that. I don't mind watching YouTube alone. I almost exclusively watch YouTube alone. I don't actually like watching YouTube with other people for some reason, but movies and TV I like to watch with other people. Favorite self-care product. Okay, this is a beauty product, but I love the new face. I really love the new face. I know that there's a ton of beauty gadgets out in this world, but I believe that the new face works. If you have a gua sha, you can also use that, but new face is essentially like a gua sha that also has microcurrent technology in it, which do your research. I don't need to get scientific here, but I use it almost every day and it keeps me looking snatched. It's the closest I'll ever look to Bella Hadid, but I like it not only for its effects, but you turn it on and it goes for five minutes and It's a little five-minute face massage, and it 
relaxes me and makes me feel good about myself. So it's a beauty product, but it's also a massage for my face. And I like that. And it, that's a nice little moment of self-care. It's a good ritual. It's a good ritual. Favorite pair of shoes. Okay. I have so many good shoes. My favorite pair of shoes are my green Prada kitten heels. Absolutely. I feel so myself. It feels so right when I wear them. So right. Ugh. Love them. Item that is worth splurging for every time. There are so many things that are not worth splurging for. What is something that's worth splurging for? Memory on your phone. Car insurance. That's not a splurge, but it feels like one. Um, this is such a good question, and I wish I had a faster answer. For whatever reason right now, the only things coming to my head are things that aren't worth splurging for, like delivery, oftentimes. Rarely do I think it's worth it. I'm going to think about this. I'm going to think about this. I don't know. I don't know. Huh. I'm taking a screenshot and thinking about this more. I also think I'm going to post that on my story and ask you guys on Instagram what you think an item worth switching for every time is. Editing Lexi, art. Art is my answer. Next question, do you meditate? I'm not meditating right now. However, I'm incredibly present in my life right now. And in a way, many, many moments feel like meditation because I'm not stuck in the future or past. I'm right here. And I think meditation, correct me if I'm wrong, is a sense of settling into the now. And because I feel present, I haven't been called to meditate. How do you manage financial stress? Don't overcomplicate it. The way to manage financial stress is to spend below your means. Nipple piercing or tramp stamp? Okay. I've had nipple piercings. Tramp stamps are so funny, though. I, I don't think I'll ever get a tramp stamp in my life, but, like, I want to say tramp stamp. It's not my journey, but I like them more. Not a question, but you should read Sirens of Titan. Let's see. Sirens of Titan. This is a novel by Kurt Vonnegut. It's a comic science fiction novel, and it involves issues of free will, omniscience, and the overall purpose of human history. Much of the story revolves around a Martian invasion of Earth. Consider it added to the TBR. How to practice gratitude. Oh, y'all, this is ingrained in me, but it's a great habit to practice. It's a great habit to become so ingrained in who you are as a person. When you're driving around and it's a blue sky, <laughs> okay, let me speak in I statements. When I'm driving around and it's a sunny blue sky, not a cloud to be seen, I'm like, ah, it's gorgeous. I say that out loud. I'm like, this is amazing. This is amazing. When I'm singing along to a song, I'm smiling. I'm just happy to be here. I'm so happy to be here. And any moment that I'm not a sinking ship, that the sky isn't actually falling, I truly have so much immense gratitude for. And the most simple things were so amazing. Does anyone see the TikTok of the girl who's like, colors? Come on, I can't. I can't. Let me find this TikTok. Because I want to quote her correctly. She's like hitting a, an instrument. She's like, are you kidding? Because it really is like that. We're on this little planet. And you see all these different types of plants. And you're like, you just are here? 
We didn't make you. You made yourself. Sounds. The fact that I can hear. What the fuck? Colors. Come on. Colors. No way. These things that we're so accustomed to. No, because I want to know why no one else is talking about what's really going on here. Because what is... Why are you guys acting like all these things are normal? Why are you guys acting like those are dragonflies? Those are definitely fairies. This is a magical wonderland. What's this? Okay. I don't see it. Okay. That's enough. I can't even handle it. It's too good. Whales. Giraffes. Nope. Can't talk about that one. That is too okay. Magical rocks. Mm-hmm. She's right. holding up a crystal. Right. 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 Colors. And then people are laughing like, ah, ah, ah making these noises uh, what is happening everyone stop look at this everyone needs to figure this out oh my god why? no because I- no that's how i feel <laughs> i have gratitude because i'm like why is anyone else talking about like giraffes those are just here are you kidding what is this colors she hits an instrument we're laughing something makes us smile and we just make sounds we're like <laughs> I'm so with her on that. I'm so with her. And I think that's how I practice gratitude. I'm just amazed. I'm amazed by it all. (laughs) This next question is funny. Uh, How to tell someone that they're the problem. That doesn't work that well. If someone's the problem, you got to stop enabling them. Okay, this is a hard question to answer, actually, because there's too much context involved. Oh, the next question. Okay, so this person said, how to tell someone that they're the problem or do you even tell them I don't think you tell them anytime I've told someone they're the problem the friendship has ended (laughs) which is fine because I didn't need them in my life anymore I didn't want them in my life anymore but any sort of intervention situation I've gotten myself into not the best because oftentimes when someone is the problem their ears are closed they're not listening their one track mind not caring about anyone but themselves, i.e. them being the problem. But if enough people just step away and they're left with no one, then they sometimes have a come-to-Jesus moment. They're like, oh my god. It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. But that's a case-by-case basis. It really depends. Like, if I'm doing something wrong, I want to be told within reason. Uh, If it's something that I'm consistently, like, hurting my friends and being inconsiderate. Because I I did that. I remember in high school, there was a period of time where I was just on a selfish kick. I could be very flaky. I could be really unreliable. My time management was horrible. I would agree to something and then be upset when someone was upset that I didn't follow through. And my friend, he told me, he was like, I mean, you're being kind of selfish. I feel like you can be this way sometimes. And it sucks. And I took it to heart and I've made such a conscious effort of it for the last, I don't know, 10 years because I didn't realize I was hurting those around me that my actions had impact and they could have negative impact. So as I said, case by case basis, a materialistic item you can't live without also love you. Your podcast brings me peace. (sighs) My car. I love my car. I have so much gratitude for my car. I get into my car after a couple days of not driving and I hug the steering wheel. Having a car in Los Angeles is perfect. This is something Camille and I were talking about on our little road trip to Big Bear. In California, you want to get out? You want to get out of LA? Okay, great. Do you want to go to the beach? You want to go to the mountains? 
You want to go to the desert? Where you want to go? So much variety. Like the getting out has so many options. Oh, I can't imagine life without my car. Okay, this is not a question, but a request. More sex talk. I loved your last episode about sex. Aw, I love that. I, I think I said this not on the episode, but in my Instagram story to promote the episode. The reason I stray away from talking about sex is it feels like there's so many sex and relationship podcasts already out here. I think there's so many, like, dating advice, boy advice, sex advice, whatever. So, I mean, I love throwing it in. It's a really fun, easy topic to talk about, but it does feel like a very saturated place. Not that the self-improvement advice sector isn't. Best packing light travel tips. One pair of jeans. As few shoes as possible. For me, it's loafers. If I need to pack light, I'm bringing my loafers because those can be dressed up and dressed down. One bra. One piece of outerwear. And that's how I do it. And if you could avoid bringing electronics, that always helps. I feel like I rarely travel without my laptop, but that does add some weight. But similarly, that's why I love a road trip because I had my bag in the back and then I also had a cooler with some drinks and snacks. There was just room to keep more things. It's like a home on the go. I need to check to see if my back seats can go forward all the way. I'm not sure because I was talking to someone the other day and he goes car camping. He has a Tesla and so he puts his back seats down And then he can turn Netflix on the screen or whatever. And he said he got like a giant dog bed to sort of use as like a pillow scenario. And then a bunch of blankets. And car camping feels, in a modern car at least, like I drive a 2010, so I just don't think it would be the same. But in a modern car, car camping seems more comfortable than tent camping. And I can't believe I've never thought to do that. I I still feel like maybe as a girl, I'd feel more comfortable with a guy was there with me. Um... Like, just being alone in my car feels still kind of dangerous and spooky. (laughs) Me just, like, trying to be, like, lighthearted about, like, I don't want to get kidnapped and raped or sex trafficked. But the car camping seemed really enticing to me. Because that's another way to make the road trip more fun. You could go a little bit longer, park somewhere gorgeous, spend the night. All right, next. I'm no longer in love with my boyfriend, but he is good to me. How do I leave without feeling guilty? Here's the thing. You owe it to him to let him go. And it's going to break your heart. It's going to. It's going to be really painful. But this man is so good that he deserves to love someone that's going to love him just as hard back. And if that's not you, it's not fair to him. Drumroll. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Follow me on Instagram to see all my big bear photos and answer my little story questions that I'm going to be posting, like the what's an item that's always worth splurging on. If you would be so kind as to leave me five stars or a cute little review on the podcast app, that would mean so much to me. And I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. XOXO, Lexi. Mm-hmm.